What is up, Ugnots and Jawas? It feels like it's been a hot minute since we've done this. I'm joined alongside my co-host, Nolan Ferris. Nolan, it's been a while. What is up, bud? Nothing much. Enjoying <laughs> it with a fam. Enjoying Christmas break with a fam. Yeah, it's been a busy time, I think, for all of us here. Um, I feel like I've been traveling a lot of places, been doing a lot of things. Oh, yeah. But it's been very fun being able to catch up with family. And luckily, we got a family member with us here tonight, part of our Force family member. He's part of our Mando Talk group. That is Brandon Anderson. He's back with us to talk about The Mandalorian. What's up, B.A.? It's it's awesome. I'm part of the family. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah dog. No, it, it's great to be back. I hope you guys had a great you know Christmas break and uh, yeah, got all the Christmas gifts you guys are looking for this year. Oh yeah, yeah. We got a lot of new additions to the studio. You want to talk about? Yeah, them? sure. Um, my wife surprised me with a lot of things. Actually, she spoiled me. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I mean, I must be a good husband because I'm getting pretty spoiled. <laughs> yeah. Um, but she got me a Ray action figure from Episode Nine, which. Let's just go ahead and say this. B.A. Still, still has not seen that movie. Oh, yeah. So what's up with that? I'm getting around to it. <laughs> I have a job, okay? I have a job. Yeah, you know, teachers, I get two weeks off. So. <laughs> yeah, right. For sure. All right. After that, I got... Talk about that thing. The big thing? recording sign. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. awesome. My sister-in-law got me a recording sign for the podcast, which we have it set up to where whenever we clap, Darth Vader turns it on for us. Yeah. Shout out to Chad. He <laughs> yeah. got us a clapper. Yeah. Uh, yeah, let's try to avoid clapping or else you'll hear Darth Vader talking through yeah. the mics probably. So when you clap and it turns off, he says, uh, what, I mean, was it? You underestimate the power of the dark side? Something like that, yeah. When it, the light turns off, that's awesome. Yeah. And then uh, I also got a Cara Dune bobblehead, so that goes with the Mandalorian swag that I'm starting to get. Yeah, and Dio and Quill. Yeah. Well, you had oh, Quill. Oh, yeah, Dio. I think y'all got me, D- or Cassie bought me. We did it, our D- white yeah. elephant. Yeah. Yeah. And then also, I got these sweet R2-D2 Adidas shoes. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, that you haven't paid for. It's apparently. It's a Christmas it's, miracle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They just showed up on our doorstep. Don't know how it happened. Hopefully, Adidas isn't listening. <laughs> <laughs> if you are, we'd like a sponsor. Yeah, that'd, yeah, that'd be great. That'd be great. Any of y'all get Star Wars swag? I got a couple uh, shirts. I got one Mandalorian. Well, I, I would, I'm not going to say Mandalorian because it says Boba Fett on it, and he's yeah. not a Mandalorian, but it has a Mythosaur on it, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's cool. I got a Star Wars origami, like, out of Dollar Bills book. Sweet. So, And I don't mean to brag, but I got in. you guys some shirts. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. We got our fresh Oh, yeah. <laughs> about, about two sizes too small on some <laughs> of them, but that's okay. Sorry, no, we're still no, representing. No. Yeah, we, we got, got some these sweet Mando Talk shirts that... Yeah, customized Mando BA talk with our names us. on them. And he also yeah. got us a sticker that we just put somewhere. We're representing that. So yeah, look for our picture on Instagram or Facebook on that and give us a like on our new shirts. <laughs> More to come for you guys. Hopefully. Awesome. Yep. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, let's dive into it. Yeah, let's think? get into it because we just saw the final chapter of season one of The Mandalorian titled The Redemption. And I got to say... There were a lot of great, great moments in this episode, and I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah, it's hard to narrow it down to our favorite, or at least my favorite. Top three for sure for me. Yeah. Chapter three, chapter seven, chapter eight. Is it in order? Not in order of least to greatest, but just in order of how we saw them. Those are my three favorite. Right. Yeah. But I don't I know say, which one I like the most. I would say my favorite chapter seven then chapter eight, then chapter yeah. three. That's that's my order. 
from okay favorite to least greatest. But yeah, you got a favorite. Order. I mean, I think this one was. I mean, it was. I think you guys said it was the longest episode this season, wasn't it? Forty eight, forty eight minutes. But it, it didn't feel like that when you were, we were watching. No, because no, it's it just hit by. You. Yeah, it was yeah. the whole time. It was action packed. So it was very unique from the the rest of the episodes this season. Yeah, yeah. Well, all right. To get into our breakdown, uh, Keller, you want to start us off with? Uh, we're going to run through it kind of quick, and yeah. then we're going to get into yeah, what we thought about this episode. Let's try to at least. Let's try to do that. Yeah, I know First, we say that every. You guys say that every week. This <laughs> yeah, is going to be the week. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Last episode, we got to make it count. Yeah. <laughs> First off, we start with, I thought was just some comedic relief for us to get before the episode gets going where we see some scout troopers just going back and forward. We get to see kind of what it's like for, I guess, because you see in a bunch of movies just stormtroopers sitting around. It looks like an everyday work day for these guys. They're just, you know. Having fun when they can. Shooting it and, you know. Shooting, practicing their shooting, which looked horrible. That was awesome. That was so funny. (laughs) And you keep saying comedic relief. They beat Baby Yoda for a lot of oh, this. Oh yeah, season. okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the true. child abuse isn't isn't as funny. Yeah, well, yeah. Baby Yoda got full on punched. <laughs> now two of them were like kind of taps almost, but then the last one was a full on. Yeah, because he bit he bit one of the scout troopers. Yeah, which fingers. is funny. Yeah, that was awesome. But it didn't seem to affect Baby Yoda whatsoever because. Next part in this episode, IG Eleven shows up. Which on the previous podcast we speculated that IG Eleven was, was kind still of a being bad controlled guy by Moff, and that he was informing Moff, which was far from the truth. Because yeah. we turn out that he's Quill's programming worked perfectly. He's yeah. programmed to protect, and he's helping Baby Yoda, and he shows up to help him escape. And we get to see some awesome fight scenes here, just a little bit, where IG Eleven's got Baby Yoda in a satchel. Yeah, in a sack, riding through on a speeder, blasting some stormtroopers on his way down to downtown Navarro, where that was the awesome. rest of the gang is. That was probably, I don't know, that was top three of my favorite parts in this, in just this episode. Yeah, because you know he comes back and we don't know what happened to him or what he's about to do, but he grabs him and takes off. Because what I saw, first of all, I still thought that he was bad. Yeah. Because those scout troopers were part of the old, like they weren't part of Moff's group. No, don't believe so. And so I thought that he was killing them guys and taking Baby Yoda straight back to Moff. But oh, that's a good. I thought it was, I was wrong. Like in the moment, that was a possible yeah. theory for you. For me, that was what I, I thought IG was still bad. Yeah, because they, keep, was taking Baby they Yoda. kept saying like, even in the recap, it shows the Mandalorian saying, I don't trust this droid. Yeah. It's like wanting you to think that we do not need to, like this character yeah and then he changes all of our minds yeah one thing i do want to point out though before we get into the fight scene where everything kind of goes down throughout the rest of this episode i thought it was hilarious baby yoda like laughing through the wind and yeah. his ears flopping back <laughs> that was funny yeah it was while, while they're riding through on their speeder yeah yep. that was cool so that gets us to then the big meat of the episode well really while this is happening this is what Mando and Cara Dune and Grief Carter going through in the cantina. Yeah, and Moff gives them like oh, the, right. the time limit, like which, give you till sundown. Which I yeah. thought was weird. They have all this stuff set up. They already have the was it EW or E-Web. The E-Web. E-Web. They have this E-Web set up, but he still gives them a lot of time. He's like, you know, yeah, I'll give sundown. you, I'll give you a two weeks notice before we start <laughs> before we start blasting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought that was weird, but yeah. It, I mean, again, it, it calls back to those Western vibes that we've been getting yeah. throughout this show. Like, what is what is Wait Until Sundown going to do? 
It's going to do absolutely nothing. Well, it would make a cool little fight scene. <laughs> yeah, with, with all, all the, the lasers. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, we also hear Mando saying, like, how can I trust you? And he's basically like, you can't trust me. Like, I'm Yeah, that, was, that uh, was cool. That wasn't Mando. That was Grief uh, uh, Cargo. Yeah, Grief Cargo. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Mando was in the back. And then, like, Moff, the Moff, he knew everybody. And that's how we get yeah. the... Uh, the backstory Flashback. and the flashbacks from yeah, so he breaks Din down Jaro like, or Jaren. He breaks down that Kara is from Alderaan. Now I don't think we've been told that information. Mm-mm. I, I think so. that's new, mm-hmm. but that was cool because that is where Princess Leia was from, or that's where she was placed in protection yeah. of whenever they separated the twins. So that's yeah. a cool little connection there. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they're aware of each other. Because they would Ooh, I don't be know. pretty close to the same age, I would think. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I mean, I think so. That'd be a cool little connection. You Maybe. think that's how they'll get Baby Yoda back to the uh, his people, oh, his kind know. of people? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But the next thing we didn't really get much into Grief Karga's information. We kind of already knew that he was mem- head member of the guild. He is what he yeah. is really. Yeah, is. and then. Like you said, we get a lot of background information for the Mandalorian. Yeah, we, we finally, finally see get who the saves flashbacks him. through the child scenes that we saw early on in the season. And we find out that his name is Din Djarin. Yeah. And somehow Moff Gideon knows all of this. Well, they said that he was like uh, something on the planet of Mandalore during the Siege of Mandor. Mandalore. That he witnessed it, right? Yeah, so, but he was some kind of like intelligence, oh yeah, thing specialist right. or whatever. So, so he's been he knows a, he's everybody. been around a while. Oh yeah, and he must be high in the ranks. Well, whatever's left of him, right? But like even in the prime of the empire, like there has to be background story there. He probably has had connections with Vader and Palpatine at some point. Oh if yeah, if he's that high, I think. You think like he's like giving Darth Vader a high five? Is that what you're saying? Oh like, no no no! He's no, no. past it. No, no, he's no, no, like, no. what's up? Vader? Well, Vader's always been kind of stooping down on the generals, right? But yeah, and choking them to death. Yeah, and everything else. So. <laughs> hey, but he's one that survived. So, <laughs> I, yeah, I guess he might be a favorite. But yeah, we kind of see in that flashback. We're told that he wasn't on Mandalore in that flashback. Well, see, he says that he's he he's not from born, he wasn't born on Mandalore. Right. He could have been on That's Mandalore true. at that point. That's true. Could have but been I a thought family that vacation they or were, something. The way that the, uh, the way that it was kind of set up to me seemed like he was from a different planet. So that yeah. was the planet that they were showing. Yeah, that's and what when I thought. They kind of zoomed out whenever the Mandalorian took off with him on the jetpack. I really caught some heavy Naboo vibes. Now. I, you that think it might, was during the Clone Wars of, like, Naboo? I think it'd be a cool connection. Huh. See, I didn't pick up on that, but, yeah, I could see I'm that. I'm just trying to, like, connect where that is, because they never get into detail what mm-hmm. planet that is. No, but they he does get rescued by a large group of Mandalorians. Yeah, and they, they were, were all, fighting back. And they were all matching. Yeah. You notice that. They all yeah, had matching like a, gear. But they had different signets. I didn't notice that. Yep, they did. So that was cool. Yeah. So Speaking that, of signets, we did get to see. Yeah, we do the, get to see that. Man, well, I guess Din's. We're going to start calling him Din by Din. his name. No, he's still Mando. Mando. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Django. I mean, Dar- J- was it Jaren? <laughs> what? It reminds me It reminds me of Django, like how it's DJ 
A-R-I-N. I th- it's the jarring, though, right? It's jarring. Yeah. It's it's a silent D? Yeah. Okay. Or hey. like jarring, like a hard J. I don't <laughs> <Okay>. know. <laughs> anyway. It's a, well, like, it's a phonics Like podcast. Django is like a really awesome Western character that's really good with well, weapons. When and, George and Lucas is jarring. So. When George Lucas created Boba Fett, that's what he said. He wanted it to be a Western character. Western feeling character. Which they held true to that throughout this season. Oh, for sure, yeah. All the Western scenes and the standoffs and everything. Yep. So we get a quick recap of all of that flashback scene, and then we get into the big fight. IG-11 mm-hmm. shows up with Baby Yoda. He's blasting people with a speeder, and then he gets off of it real quick, and it blows up some stormtroopers, and he's protecting Baby Yoda, and he's blasting left and right to take yeah. out as many stormtroopers as possible. And the gang that's inside the... I guess it's a cantina that they've been in. Yeah, canteen bar kind of. Yeah. yeah, not the cantina, but it's no, 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 not the cantina. But they're ready to go now. They mm-hmm. see this as an opportunity to start attacking. Mm-hmm. And that's when we see the uh, scene from the trailer of of how like uh, he walks out of the door and uh, he shoots the stormtrooper, and then like he comes outside and grief carga comes outside and they start fighting the yeah. stormtroopers with. It's like they all—they're all just taking advantage of this opportunity. Yeah, they're all coming out there. They almost did it too, but then they yeah. go back inside. Yeah, they get pushed back inside because a lot of, of things go down when they're out there. Um, well, I guess not really a I think lot. The, the, well, the I mean, big major thing, thing, yeah, he gets shot. Yeah, he picks up the e web and yeah, he take picks up the e web and goes off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it kind of remind yeah. me of chapter one whenever he had that cannon. Yeah, that was epic. <laughs> that was epic. first epic of the episode <laughs> <laughs> but yeah Moff Gideon shoots down the generator that's powering the E-Web and that blows up the Mandalorian yeah. leading the entire crew to retreat, retreat back, into, retreat the back into the cantina and it looks like the Mandalorian's gonna fade away and not, die. not make it out he's he's very pessimistic about this too yeah. he keeps saying like you know leave me give me a warrior's me. death yeah. Yeah. yeah it's not gonna end well then to go ahead and extinguish it, yeah. Moff Tarkin sends in the incinerator stormtrooper. I don't know. You said that you've seen where they're selling these helmets now. Yeah, they have those helmets out there somewhere for you to purchase. They're like Black Series. They're kind of like those stormtrooper helmets and the Kylo Ren helmets and Vader, all those that you can buy. They're supposed to be extremely similar to movie style. Movie quality. Yeah. But, yeah, they're out there somewhere. And I've seen – they're. I'm pretty sure they're the same troopers – if you think back to Revenge of the Sith, when Emperor shows up on Mustafar yeah. to get Anakin burnt all crispy, mm-hmm. um, they're the same troopers that are protecting him. So they're clone troopers. Right. right. It's the same armor, I'm pretty sure. So Do you I, think this is a clone? I don't think it's a clone, but I think it's... The armor, at least, is very similar. Okay. Do you, do you think these people with uh, Moth are clones or not? I don't think so. You don't think so? I think it's just... I think they're stormtroopers, residual stormtroopers from the... Yeah, I think it's just right. left Yeah, over. I guess they're not clone troopers because this takes no, place no, no. after... Yeah. Oh, wow. That was like, what, yeah. 45 years after the Clone Wars? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But this trooper is got a flamethrower, and he comes ready to attack the gang. Yeah. And he does a, a really good job. Yeah, it looks like our gang's in trouble, but Baby Yoda saves the day. Well, meanwhile, IG Eleven is trying to get the uh, great cut or whatever to the to get into the oh, sewers. Oh right, yeah. 
Right, yeah. Because they had tried that before, before IG-11 showed up. Yeah, yep. and they're trying to get to the Mandalorians where they were hiding out before in the sewers, you know, of this place. So they were trying to get into there, and the incinerator stormtrooper comes in, and then that's when we see baby or the child, Baby Yoda, the child, yeah. use the Force to protect the group, use like a Force shield, and then he whacks him with the force, I guess you'd say, blows up his pack and yeah. explodes him. Yeah, he, he sends the fire pipe back at him. Yeah. Yeah, he, he blocks it first, and then he kind of pushes it back at him, sends him back. He gets fried, and that gives the gang enough time to escape, but IG-11 and Mando stick back because Mando thinks he's dying. He thinks that he's just going to get in the way. So Kara, Grief, and Baby Yoda, they take off, and... IG-11 is there to protect Mandalorian, but little does Mandalorian know that he's actually going to be the one to save him. Right, and so that's when he tries to take off his helmet, and the Mandalorian's like, no. But then uh, he says, well, IG-11 says, well, I'm not living, so take your helmet off. And that's when we first get to see Pedro Pascal yep. uh, in the Mandalorian Which at all. I, I really strongly believe that we would see him before the season was over. Yeah, so you I was, called that one too. I was glad to see that happen because, it, like I said, it, that's a pretty big actor. If they were to keep him under that helmet the whole time, I, I think that would kind of be a missed Yeah, and I, and I think it was good for, to Nolan's point and yours, you wanted to see him before the end of the season, but Nolan didn't want him to break the, you know, no. this is the way that the Mandalorians have. Right. And, yeah. and, they, and they did that by having a they robot. They did it in a very tasteful way, yeah. Yeah, like it pleased both yeah. people. Right. So. Yeah, I didn't want to, I didn't want him to break the code. Yeah, the Mandalorian. No, I Creed, get that. I was with I said that code. Creed, as he says in the in the Mandalorian. No, I completely agree. I don't want him to break the code at all. I just always thought that even if it was just off to the side where no one could see him, yeah, we would just see it before it was all over. It was awesome to get to see him, though. I'll say that yeah. it was it was cool. Yeah, and, and I was, was all messed kind of worried though that once he did take off his helmet, it would kind of lose its coolness i guess i don't think it but did it, at all. i don't think that happened either mm-hmm. yeah and that leads me to one thing that i i mean it wasn't my favorite about this episode when ig11 gives him i forget the name of the toxin or whatever that heals him the yeah he's banked ca- a, i don't know right banked, it's like it, i mean it's not banked important, a tank but, technology but it's like a liquid i don't know yeah so he carries him down to the sewers to try to you know catch back up to Kara and grief Karga and baby yoda and he's limping, and then Kara's like, here, I'll carry him. So she carries him for a little bit, and then immediately he's like, I'm good. Well, so, that's because that's the fluid is quickly He said, and, and IG-11 like, said it would heal him in They tried hour. to explain it, but I mean, from going from like he could barely stand to being able to just, you know, be well, the I normal mean, Mando, it was just kind of weird. It's kind of forced to me. Well, Greek Karga was, uh, was about to die. <laughs> I have die. to have one <laughs> knock on the episode, okay? It was great other than that. Greek Karga was about to die, and Baby Yoda healed him with yeah. midichlorians. Yeah, let's talk about that. Why didn't Baby Yoda heal Mando? Why do you think? Or do you think it was because he was well, exhausted? Well, he was tired, yeah. He was, okay. Yeah, yeah, that's... Okay. He's not trained in the force, so he's only got like... He's like a, a single-shot pistol. Yeah. No, I do think... I thought there for a second that they were progressing Baby Yoda by showing that he could do more force powers back-to-back-to-back. To back to back. But mm. in this episode, they go back to him... Getting exhausted. Getting exhausted. Well, I mean... He did little stuff in the last episode, True. but this one was, I mean, it was pretty huge because holding, know. doing a force wall, I would imagine, would take a lot out of you. Holding back but the force also of an incinerator trooper. Transferring midi-chlorians to heal someone, that takes a lot too. Hmm. Yeah. So, 
he's he's definitely progressing though. We're seeing him do Yoda like the real Yoda level type force abilities. Yeah. That's true. So that'll be interesting to see. And they're going through those tunnels and we see another character that we are familiar with and that is the armorer, but mm-hmm. we find a bunch of Mandalorian armor just piled on top of each other which wasn't a very good thing that occurred. No, that was I I was not happy with that. That was probably the saddest moment is when we saw that. Yeah, cuz they hint at the Empire, the Imperial is coming in there and wiping them out once they found out that they had revealed themselves. Well, that's what the armorer says, right? Yeah. She says, and one thing about that, why don't you think that the Empire took all this Beskar steel? Do you think they just didn't have the means to smelt it back down? Because they left that's all their armor, right? Yeah. And it's so, I mean, it's important we see in the and earlier chapters. And that scout chapters. trooper says that, you know, he'll give you 20 credits for the helmet. And there was a bunch of helmets there, so why yeah. didn't he do yeah. that? I think, I mean, it's obviously just for the imagery that they see right. these piles, but if you're diving deep into it, it doesn't make sense that they didn't take those No, away. I agree. But it, like you said, it's just kind of like a visual for yeah. us as the audience to mm-hmm. just kind of get what went down. But I was kind of surprised by this because I thought at the end of Chapter 3, they said that they were all leaving. They were finding a new location, but it didn't turn out that way. No, I don't reckon. Sounded like they just stuck around. Yeah. And it looked, she. so the armorer says that some of them get away, but... Obviously, the ones that are in piles didn't get away. So we know that there's at least some still out there. So that gives me hope. Because I know early on in these podcast episodes, we said that we thought that we would see the Mandalorian culture get rebuilt again. Yeah, and it kind of got torn down right now. Yep. Do you think Favreau's Mandalorian character made it out? I hope so. Ham, yeah, heavy, heavy artillery, Mandalorian. I hope so, because I loved that one. Yeah. yeah. I sure, think it did. Yeah, I'm sure Or else did. they would have shown... I think well, it, his armor. The last we saw of that character, he was flying alongside the Razor Crest. So, yeah. was he headed out? Maybe so. Yeah. Hmm. It's a good point. We'll have to see. I mean, I'm sure season two will reintroduce the Mandalorian. I hope we still get way. his character because that was a. I mean, that was a, an important character. Yeah. And th- that's who got in a fight with him, with uh, Dan, I guess. But then we see, like, uh, her melting all the steel down and, you know, he rebuilds his ammunitions and stuff. And yep. then he, he gets his signet. Yep, he gets so, a signet, which is the Mudhorn. I was wrong about it. I thought it was going to be Yoda's species. Character. I thought so too when they were when he when she was fixing to put it on his. But on it his made shoulder. sense. It made sense of why because she says, "Okay, well, you're you're his acting father now," and she says, "You're a clan of two. and yep. so in that clan, I guess the signet will be a Mudhorn because that's kind of what brought them together. Right. Because up until that point, when they fought the Mudhorn. Baby Yoda was just a job. Gonna meet his doom. Yeah, and then, um, yeah, just a job, and that's kind of what, what I figured is, you know, yeah, what drew that clan together. Now, and it, so that's why his, that's his signet. Another big thing that happens in here, well, a couple big things. One of them though is that she gives the Mandalorian instructions to do something with Baby Yoda. Yeah, which I think heavily teases season two. Oh, heavily, and that's what I wanted to see. Well. And that's kind of what I predicted, but I didn't know that it was going to happen. I don't know when it's going to happen, but I, I figured they're going to make their way back to the core. And what she tells him is, is you've got to get him back to his people. Yeah. And his people being the Jedi, because she talks about how the Jedi are well, force users. Right. I think there's two kind of ways you could view it. She's saying take him back to the Jedi, or she's saying find out where this species is. 
I don't think I don't which think we're ever I think would that. be really cool though See, for them to finally discover that. I didn't think about Nolan's point about bringing him back to the Jedi until he just said it, but that's a great point. I actually believe that one more now than bringing him back yeah. to the species. No, I think so too. I think because as far as like connections with all the things we've seen before, I think it'd be more cool to see him being connected with Jedi, other Jedi. Well, that's what I thought, and I thought I don't know who said it. We'll have to go back and watch it, but one of them said so. We've got to, I think it was, might have been Kara. She said so. We've got to take him back to the Jedi or whatever, or something. No, no, because Jedi isn't. Well, I guess it's brought up in that scene. Yeah, something is. The armor talks about how... The armor talks about how the Jedi used to be enemies to the Mandalorians. Yeah. And the Mandalorians asking about, well, so is is Baby Yoda my enemy then? Is kind of what I got out of that. Yeah. Because she says that she'd seen those type before. Yeah, and that's when she says... No, he's not an enemy. He's a foundling. Right. And you're his father. Yeah, and at that moment, I thought that he, she was going to forge him like a mini Baby Yoda yeah. Mandalorian helmet. I thought that would have been really funny. Yeah. <laughs> that was cool. And another thing we didn't talk about, right before like before he gets healed or whatever, and he's like laying on that table about to die, he gives uh, Cardoon the, uh, the, Mandal- the Mythosaur medallion yeah. uh, like on a chain. Right. Or or something his his like bling a, yeah, yeah yeah and he says you know take this to the Mandalorians and tell him tell them that you know the child is in my possession or was under my care and they'll help you and then so I liked that part that was pretty cool to see him carrying the Mythosaur and it looked like it was Beskar so yeah I, I think thought that so. was cool yeah and I wonder if that's given to the foundlings because he gives it to Baby Yoda at the end and so that's given to the foundlings when yeah. they're Good, yeah, when they're taken good. under the care and then they're sworn of the creed. Do you think it's just the foundlings or do you think it's like sort of how like dog tags are in the military? It's just like an I identifying mean, mark. I think when you get when you swear into the creed, you're gonna get that that clans. Um I mean, because he was because you see above the armorer's room or whatever, the forge, the big mythosaur helmet or the big mythosaur statue or whatever in Beskar. And so I think that's his clan. I think that's Din's clan. And then I think when the Mandal or when Din trains the child that he's gonna get a mud horn symbol like that. That's just what I think. I don't know. That'd be cool. I'm getting deep into it. Yeah, th- those would be cool connections. We'll see. We'll yeah. definitely see. I I hope that I'm and we're getting off topic from the recap or whatever, but I hope that since he's under his care that they don't go back to the core and he gives him up. I hope he trains him as a Mandalorian. But I don't I don't I don't know. know. I love Jedi. Yeah, but it'd be cool to see Jedi incorporated into the show. I know, but I think and here's another thing. I know we like Baby Yoda and everything, but yeah. we don't see him in the last trilogy that come no. out. So well, you don't see any of these characters in it. Well that's what I'm saying is like Something's gonna happen to him eventually. Maybe in season three or season two or something. I don't know. I don't know because there's also other big characters that are out there. We're gonna that have we to never see like Ahsoka. She's been out there, and we never see her in any movies. Hmm. Yeah, that's true. So I think there. It's just kind of like one of those things. I mean, it's a huge galaxy. Yeah. Really, really big galaxy, 
And sometimes we just kind of have to step back and realize that, I think. Like, I don't think it's necessary for every single character to show up every single place. Because that's just not realistic in yeah. a huge, huge galaxy. So I think he could still be out there. Who knows? Hmm. We'll see. I don't know. I, I don't really want, <laughs> we could dig into it, but, you know, again, B.A. hasn't seen The Rise of Skywalker. So. Yeah, so it's all on you, B.A. See, and the thing about that, I don't remember getting an invite to go watch it with you guys. Oh, until that's like, not true. That no, until like true. the day before. Well, we actually had an extra ticket. Oh, wow. Appreciate it. You didn't tell me about that either. Because Okay, and another thing, dude, they were not checking people's tickets when we were no. showing up. So I could have just walked Pretty in. Pretty much. And like, <laughs> these aren't the tickets you're looking for. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, okay, so steering back on topic, we're getting a little out in left field. Yeah, yeah. sorry another, about that. Another, I went on a rant. Nolan over there, gosh. <laughs> so another important gift that we see the armor give uh, Mando is a jetpack, which is... Super cool. Yeah, which is pretty incredible for Epic, Star Wars. Cause, fresh. Because we see Boba Fett has one, so he's starting... You got everyone in your yeah, phrases. Yeah, I got all, all, all the keywords right there. I tried to keep a straight face. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, what was your thoughts on the jetpack? I know? thought it was awesome. I thought I thought it was legitness. <laughs> <laughs> That's another one of our words. It's awesome. <laughs> we say these words too much, and we get uh, we get flack of it from our producer. Yeah. And so we see. At least we decide to come on the show, though. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Shots fired. <laughs> Just Welcome sat back. in studio last week. Welcome back to the roast, man. <laughs> <laughs> and no, so she gives her instru- or she gives Mando instructions. I thought he used it too quick. Right, because she says that like she also she gives it to IG Eleven, right, and says hold on to this until yeah. he's ready for now, it. Now, what was that Phoenix like? Phoenix, the Phoenix training. training. What is that? It was probably something that they make young Mandalorians go through. Yeah, because he says to he's be able to a like use a, dr- a jetpack to expose them to it. Yeah, that's just sure. interesting because that was a phrase I'd never heard of. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I never heard the word Phoenix. No, <laughs> <laughs> I've heard the word Phoenix. Uh, just like in Star just Phoenix Wars. training. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. So. Going back to the ancient culture, I guess. Yeah. Of the now another important thing to point out too that jetpack looked like it was Beskar too. Oh yeah, yeah. It, it. it was because she was melting down the armor, and that's what she pulled from the forge. I believe she oh, forged it? it right there. I thought yeah. it was just something she pulled. From uh, yeah, the side. I thought it was sitting over there too. Which is, I mean, it may not be, but it's great timing if she did. She's probably gonna work on this for a while. <laughs> just yeah, when they come true. through, she's like, "Oh, I got something for you." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> hey, perfect timing. Happy Life Day. <laughs> <laughs> and so they leave. I know it happens a little later, but we can talk about it now. The armor is actually still in the forge yep. once the Mando and his squad. And it's kind of like she gives them time, almost like distracts mm-hmm. them, and she ends up going off. Yeah, off well, that's the thing troopers. is like you see that pile behind them when the when the den when and the gang shows up when yeah when IG Eleven and all of them are there. And then when the stormtroopers show up, she's just like ready for them, and all the all the armor's gone. So yep. she has them all melted down into ingots. So I think we're gonna see all that still being used uh, later, uh, like next season when we see uh, the what what's she called, the founder or whatever, foundlings, the armor, the armor, oh, the armor. Uh, the armor. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm following now. So I think when she shows up next season, we're gonna see all those ingots. Yeah. In a different location, I think she's gonna move. I don't think she's gonna stay there. No. Because well, she did say that she can't leave, but sh- the reason why she couldn't leave is because she has to harvest all the steel. Right. Mm-hmm. Now she's got it all harvested, so she has no reason to stay. Well, now I w- this is kind of getting more in the speculation thing, but I might have some pushback for us going back to that planet just because Car and Grief are still there. Right. So I think That's we true. might come back. He That's might true. come back there to get them and also the armor as well. 
But who knows? She'll be in next season for sure, though. Oh, That's yeah. a good point. And I mean, we can talk about that scene too. It was one of my favorite fight scenes from this season of oh, the Mandalorian. Yeah. She's sitting there kneeling in front of the forge, right? And then mm-hmm. these Qui Gon Jinn style, these clueless stormtroopers come in. They call him Mando, right? You think that's just like a Mandalorian, yeah. or yeah. they think it's yeah, and they like hit on her helmet mm-hmm. mistake. <laughs> yeah, and then she just goes <laughs> ham, for lack of a better word. She yeah. smashes one of the. Stormtroopers yeah, helmet. Yeah, and it just like crumbles like Which it's is crazy. Plastic. Yeah, exactly. It's got to be plastic. <laughs> yeah. <man. laughs> yeah. That was that was the coolest part mm-hmm. is because, you know, you don't expect this out of the, out of her, but then she's a Mandalorian, so you you do kind of expect and it to. And she throws one of them into the forge. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. was cool. I wonder how that metal's going to come out. Yeah. <laughs> As some melted plastic. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But uh but then, you know, we see them bust loose the little thing in the lava river the boat i guess in the Gondola. lava river yeah <laughs> yeah kind of like yeah which Kara does it with her heavy gun, blaster with one arm which psh, i don't know that kind of seems like a stretch i psh, feel like unreal. I'm, i feel like i'm ba right now specular analyzing that like crazy yeah <laughs> i'll give you a high five man yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah like wouldn't that just put holes in the boat and then lava go th- exactly through the boat? I, that's what i thought i think she shot so the lava on the edge it hardens right when yeah. it's magma, jeez, I think it. Yeah, we got a smart guy in the no, studio. I think oh, here I we think go. <laughs> I think it sealed the boat to the side. I think that's what she shot. He okay. analyzed the the blueprints for this boat. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> and then we see an R two unit, which is creepy. Yeah, it has so it looks like an R one unit. <laughs> I mean, if we're gonna get technical on everything, we, like weird a... flex. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this droid ends up. Stretching out arms know, and legs, legs and, and, and everything, rowing the boat. It was kind of weird. Wouldn't it be weird to see R two like that, just running like alongside Luke? <laughs> <laughs> That's a nightmare. For it's going. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be funny. That would be funny. <laughs> but yeah, they're on this boat now. They're kind of floating along. They think they're getting away. And Mando's got this tech where he can see through walls, which we saw back in Chapter 3 whenever he was blowing up yeah. the Imperial location. But he sees that there's a ambush, lot of stormtroopers yeah. out of the opening waiting to take them down. You say lot, it's about 12. Yeah, but okay, so earlier in the episode, I felt like they took on a lot more than just 12 mm-hmm. stormtroopers. So I felt like they kind of underestimated themselves there. See, and I feel like the reason that they get rid of IG-11 in this next scene. Spoiler alert, again. But uh, No, that's fine. But um, th- they had to because every time you see IG-11 in combat, he's kind of overpowered. And I feel like it's it's cool from like an action standpoint, but there's yeah. no real danger when he's there. Because that's he's, true. he's basically invincible from what we've seen because he Pretty takes much. a couple of shots outside the cantina and yeah. still able to, Right. I mean, drive with no handlebars on the speeder yeah, coming in. It seems in like the only thing that can kill him is either his self-destruct or the shot straight through the head that the Mandalorian does in Chapter 1. Mm-hmm. It seems like those are the only two things. Yeah, definitely a blaster to the side of the yeah. cranium there. Or his central processing center. Yeah. <laughs> but IG-11 steps out of the boat and walks through the lava to sacrifice himself. He self-destructs blows out all the stormtroopers there so the gang's able to come out they think that they have escaped but Moff Gideon is in that awesome TIE fighter of his and we get to see a cool little final act inside this chapter any thoughts on that one I mean it, it was expected yeah we kind of I kind of called it 
called or, what? Or, yeah, well, called not what? called it, but like saw it coming. Yeah. Like when he when they got away, and then I kind of figured that yeah, he was gonna have to come like eventually again. Yeah. He's gonna have to pop up. Yeah, but I I thought it was cool. I, I thought it was a little premature to use of, the jetpack uh, to use the jetpack because I wanted to see like the training or whatever. But yeah. I mean, I don't know. You can definitely tell, though, that he's not experienced in it. He struggles with it yeah, a little bit. Yeah, at first. But, I mean, he I guess he did go through some Phoenix training. Yeah, he said he's done a little. So, to see him use it was it was neat. And then um, to watch him take down with the charges that he got from the armor was right. cool. Watch him take down the top Fighter. And then the top Fighter wrecks out. And they pretty much say good say goodbye and head off. We get to see a TIE yep. fighter land the way it was intended. Crash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mostly how they land. Yeah. But yeah, so Mandalorian uses a charge to get the TIE fighter down. They head their separate ways. Mandalorian's with Baby Yoda. They take off on the planet and we see Kara like and the, Grief the, stay. Hang around, yeah. We see the uh, Dean like let Baby or the child keep the yeah the necklace. Right. With the mythosaur on it. Yeah. I thought that was neat. No, for sure. And I think that's, and that's, here's my prediction, I guess, or speculation is the, that necklace was given to him when he was taken in by the Mandalorians. Yeah. And so this child is taken in by the, by a Mandalorian. Yeah. And so he's giving it back to him. Well, do you think we're done seeing Mandalorian as a kid or do you think we'll, yeah. I think that wraps it up. I think we'll still... We, we might see some training yeah. from him being sworn into the Creed and everything, but I think like that's that battle scene is wrapped up. I think we've seen all we need to. His parents were blowed up. I think so. Yeah. Blowed up. <laughs> blowed. <laughs> they got blowed up. <laughs> is that Chapel Hill education? <laughs> yeah. So the final thing we see inside this episode, we knew Moff Gideon was going to survive that crash. At least I did. Yeah. Yeah. That would have been kind of silly for him to die that way. Yeah. And he gets out of the TIE fighter, which has... Cuts his way out. Jawas all around it, which was a little bit of a comedic relief again, I guess. I don't know. It's always cool to see Jawas pop up. That's very Star Wars-y. Yeah, they're like Oompa Loompas. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Minions. Minions, yeah. yeah. (laughs) But he, he, (laughs) he cuts his way... He cuts his way out of that TIE fighter with a dark saber, which... We've seen that dark saber in Clone Wars and Rebels, and it's now coming back, which is really cool to see. This is the first time we've seen it in live action, right? First time in live yeah. action, yeah. Cool, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, you probably know more about the dark saber. I don't know. Some of its history. I feel like we know it, who only, had it last. Who was it? Because you were was it Bo Katan. Okay, that's yeah. The name, yeah. And that's a Mandalorian, right? Mm-hmm. They were part of the Mandalorian Resistance, is what I right have seen. Okay, yeah. So she was part. She, because in Clone Wars, she was on Mandalore, and she was part of the gang that... Because in Clone Wars, half of the Mandalorian is good, half of Mandalorians want to be bad. Mm-hmm. And so she's part of it that breaks away and is agreeance with the Jedi, I think. I think so, yeah. Okay, just double-check me as I keep well, I saying mean, this between stuff. Between the both of us, I'm sure we'll get it straightened out. But. Yeah, eventually. But she has the Darksaber, which I believe she was related to the one that... Was a love interest for Obi Wan. I forget that person's name. Is it Sabine? No, I don't know. I mean, it's been a while since you, I've watched you Clone Wars. Me. Yeah, so that's the last that we see. We know Darth Maul has also used it before. Mm-hmm. Pre Vizsla used it before. He was one of the evil Mandalorian 
um, characters in the Clone Wars. So again, it's just well, one I've of those got, iconic I got a question things because that's popping up. I got a question because I'm not there yet in the in the Clone Wars. But is there only one of these? Mm-hmm. Yes. So it's tra- it's changing hands like a lightsaber would, I guess. Right, but it's yeah. it's remaining constant to like Mandalorian people. Hmm. I guess I'm not now because I doubt Moff is. Question Man- for the future: Do you think Mandalorian will get the dark saber back? I, you think that's Yoda's think Din, primary? Din Jaren? I don't think that's Yoda's oh, primary. Come on. <laughs> I think it'll be Din's. That would be really cool. I don't. I don't think it'll be Dan. So he'll have the pulse rifle, and then on his side, yeah. He'll where, have the where's that he's pul- lost it. pulse rifle? He's at. lost it. I don't know. When's the last time he had it? Do we remember? Because uh, I know he used on it. Sorgan, chapter four. Yeah, Sorgan. Sorgan's one with the AT, right? AT. The ATST. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And Kara used it. Do you think Kara stole it? Because she's, <laughs> she's the last one to have it, right? I don't she know. grabbed his, but pulse she rifle. didn't use it. <laughs> she didn't use it in this episode either. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know where it's at. <laughs> so getting back on track after that pulse rifle comment, I think we uh I think we're ready to speculate. So what do you guys think we're gonna see coming into the first of season two, which actually just got released. It's coming out next fall. Not released, it just got announced. 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 Yeah. Yeah. That it would be coming out. They released an announcement. I'm assuming it's coming out the same time that this one, that came, this one out. came out. They're going to wait about a year. So yeah, which stinks. But yeah. So it what do you guys what think? Is. What do you guys think we're going to see the first of the next episode? Like, where is he going to end up? And how much time do you think it's going to be in Star Wars world between what we saw That's this a last episode? Great question. And where they're going to pick up? Do you think Baby Yoda is going to be able to talk and stuff in the next one? No. No. I think. Not in this next season. You don't? No. You, what do you think? Depends he's on be able if to... they jump ahead in time. Yeah, he'll be able to talk. But if they're picking up right where they left off, I don't think so. Do you think he's going to be in Mandalorian training? No, I do. I'm telling you, I think it's going to be Force user focused for him. They're going to have a Mandalorian and they're going to have a Jedi to star their TV show. You can't beat that. Period. And at all, I don't think. A reason. And a uh, what is it? A drop trooper. Yeah. Shock Trooper. Shock Trooper, yeah. yeah. A reason that I think that he won't be able to like talk is because it hasn't released in Europe, right? Oh, yeah. So, I completely forgot about so that. So they still will experience Baby Yoda, and I feel like they'll have one season where everybody gets to experience, so season two. Yeah. And then because season Disney three. Disney Plus hasn't even released to the UK yet. Right. When is that happening? Sometime in February, I believe. Yeah, I think it's early this next year. Like, they haven't been able to see any of this yet. That's why you can't buy... Mandalorian that's and why Baby we Yoda don't have any. That's why we don't have any listeners in the UK. <laughs> that's the reason. <laughs> that's the reason. <laughs> Spoiler alert: If you're listening from the UK, we do have some international listeners, though. So yeah, how appreciate are, that. Yeah, shout, shout out. out to you guys. They're not going to need to listen, or they're not going to need to watch the show. No, because we got it all covered. I'd still watch the show. It's pretty. Yeah, good. it's good. <laughs> but when you do, give us a uh, give us a shout out. Yeah, for sure. Listen and, to us. Anyway. And so off the shameless <laughs> plug. Uh, yeah, I don't care. Back to your Baby Yoda. So you don't think it'll be like a sort of Guardian of the Galaxy Groot where we see him as like Baby Groot in one episode and then like right at the next one he's Teenage Baby Yoda. So it'd be Teenage Yoda. I think I think they got too much going on with Baby Yoda as far as like marketing goes. See, that's what I think. They have too. so much potential to make money off of this guy and I don't think they're going to. I do. 
I, I think, think they will eventually make him grow up, but I think this next season they'll still cash in on the baby Yoda. Well, so do you think it's going to pick up right where it left off, or do you think he's going to like it's going to be at least five or six years on the road? I th- I think it'll be right after. I think um, it'll be like episodes, what is it, four and five, where it's not really overarching plot or plot driven. Yeah, but it's like. <laughs> I don't know what that word was, but yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like more focused on just like a a side mission, like you guys are saying. I don't know. I think they're gonna. If we're saying I think a lot. That's gonna be one of our words. We're gonna try to cut out. Yeah, I, I think, think. I think. I think. I think okay. this is epic and fresh <laughs> and, and awesome. <laughs> All right, I know. Oh, <laughs> I know that the next season, Favreau is gonna lay it out, kind of like he did one, two, three, and seven and eight. Where all all of those connected very heavily, he's gonna be heavily involved with the next season too. So I I don't think we're gonna get there. We go again. I don't think we're gonna get um those kind of side missions. I don't. I know. think we will in the middle part. Oh, so you think this next season will be just like this season? It'll I think start as far as the layout. I think it'll give you a good start to where this is building up to a bigger overarching story, and then in the middle we'll a get plort, if you will. <laughs> yeah, a plort. <laughs> I mean, as far as that, I'm not. I don't really care. We had enough good. <laughs> uh, we had enough good episodes in this season yeah. to keep everybody on their toes the whole time. Absolutely. But one thing I wanted to talk about too is we never get closure on who it was that went up to the bounty hunter on Tatooine in Chapter Five. Yeah. Yeah, because everyone speculated that it was Boba. It was Fett. Boba Fett. So I mean, we never see who that is. So are we going back to Tatooine? I think eventually. Yeah. Yes. Or do you think Tatooine comes to them? Well, here's he what... Just, <laughs> he I know just we, trains up Finnick or heals her. Yeah. and we I know we've talked about this in previous episodes, and this is five years. The Mandalorian is set five years after... Return of the Jedi. Return of the Jedi. In Return of the Jedi, we see Boba Fett fall into what is the pit. Sarlacc pit. Yeah, the Sarlacc pit. And so we don't know if he dies, and that would be a terrible way for him to die. I've actually read, I don't but know. But that's only five years. He could have been hanging out on this planet for five years. And it was in the same area, the same, uh, what is it? The location. Same location the on this sea. planet, the Dune Sea, yeah. that they were at. See, so I, I read, think we'll see him. I've read, and I don't know if it's like legend or canon or whatever. I just thought it was interesting mm-hmm. that how he got out of the, was it Sarlacc? Yeah. He like because it's like a telepathic creature, I think. This is all, I don't, like I said, it may be legend. I think it's legends because. Everything that's after Return of the Jedi, books-wise, they kind of cut out mm-hmm. to prepare them for movies seven, eight, and nine. I, I mean, I'll, I'll go ahead and tell it because I think it's interesting. He like his mind binds with that of the Sarlacc, and he's able to get out. Yeah. And then I think it's like a couple years down the road, he finds himself back in that same Sarlacc pit. Like yeah, he ends up back in the Dune Sea, back in it, and then he gets out again. Yeah, that's so, got to be Legends. I don't think that that's canon anymore. And I mean, that's like the Cliff Notes version. There was a lot gotcha. of gotcha. You know, backstory built into how he got out and how he found himself back on Tatooine. But yeah, he does not have a good, you know, survival rate on Tatooine. He finds himself in that Starlight Pit a lot. Hmm. I didn't know any of that. Yeah, I would say that that's not canon at this point because I know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. I think it's him. I think it's him that goes up to. Uh, I don't even remember what her name is. Finnick. Finnick. Yeah, that? yeah. I think it's. I think it's him. I think it's Boba Fett. That comes up It'd to be him. cool to see, that's for sure. Do you think he, or what do you think his his reason is for his going role? after Finnick? 
do you think he like has ill will toward anybody or he's looking for the Mandalorian for more armor? <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, I like, don't know. I think uh, here we, we're getting back on this. I think word. That's, that's okay. Speculation. No one, speculation. no one knows. I don't think anyone knows out there except the people that are actually making it. What so. I want to see is a, an epic, awesome, <laughs> fresh, uh, fight scene between Boba Fett and Din, Din Djarin. That'd be cool. That would be so awesome. Between a fake Mandalorian that stole the armor and then the Mandalorian that's trying to get the armor back to his creed. Yeah. Ooh. That'd because be cool. he's not a Mandalorian. I'm just really looking forward to seeing that Darksaber in action. Yeah. In live action. And I think Moff Gideon's going to be our main villain in season two. Like no oh, more of definitely. this, no more of this. He, he's only showing up the last two. He's in all of them next season. I don't know if he'll be in all of them, but he'll be. Oh, he'll be. He'll a, be the overarching enemy yeah. in all of them. I yeah. think he might not be in every episode, but I think he'll be in the background. Throughout. But here's what I don't want to see. I don't want to see like, like I know in a lot of these episodes we see the Mandalorian running away, like trying to hide, trying to find a place to go. Yeah, I don't want to see that. I want to see like a stance being took. Like, right. I want to see him making a stance and they're, they're being, you know, the reckoning. I think we kind of get that in this episode, that we're no longer in that phase of him hiding out. Yeah. Because the guild's no longer on his back. That's been taken care of. Yeah. So now it's just the Imperials. Right. Part of it could be he's taken on, like, these fatherly tendencies because up until I guess this episode it's really been like him and maybe one other person at, at its peak that could watch after baby Yoda so I think a lot of his running is actually him just being protective, protective of the yeah. child he can't go I mean ape on everybody if he's got a child to look after and with people, with people hunting him like they mm-hmm. were now he doesn't have anybody hunting him but there's still people wanting that child definitely and I think we're going to get a lot of imperial action in the next one yeah. in the next season Maybe some connections to the First Order. Who knows? A lot of world building, I'm sure. Because we'll get to see Moff. We've still got about 25 years. A lot of these episodes. Still got about 25 years until we first see the First Order. But they're building in the outer, like the unknown regions. Right. But again, as we, we like as this show progresses. Talk about that because BA. Third time's yeah. a charm, right? Jeez. <laughs> Why don't you go see the movie? <laughs> hey, I'm getting there. <laughs> I think. I mean, I hope that we get some connections between the show and the sequel trilogy. Because we're getting a lot of original trilogy connections, that's for sure. Okay, here's, yes. a, here's a big question. Do you think we'll see Luke? Mm. Not not necessarily next season, but at some point in the show. Because they keep talking, or the armorer says, take him to the Jedi. Yeah, I think that if we do, it'll be the last thing we see of this whole series. Of I the think, entire series, yeah, but I don't think we'll see it because we don't see it in the in the in the sequels. We don't see we don't see a species from uh, Yoda species at all, right? Other than the uh, Force Ghost, that's it. And so I don't think we'll see Baby Yoda at all. Something will happen to him. That'll be sad. It will be sad. Or, like you said, he'll be in a different part of the galaxy. And I wish yeah. I wish I could say this, but I can't because B.A. hasn't seen the movie. If you guys want, <laughs> I can step out of the studio. You guys can just have at it. Well, that's okay because we'll do a Rise of Skywalker 
discussion yeah, anyway. Breakdown. So as soon as we don't necessarily you know, need to BAC. touch on that. No, but yeah, we're definitely going to do that in the future. Yeah. And we're probably next week, probably going to try to break down this whole season one of the Mandalorian. Yeah. We'll kind of just look at everything. Yeah. And go back and think about some stuff together from episode to episode. Yeah. All the things that we've seen. And if that maybe change, if we go back and watch it, does it change our perspective of how we originally saw it now yeah. that we've seen everything? Yeah. We'll kind of break down that kind of stuff. Yeah, we're going to do a breakdown of whole season one, and I think what are we shooting for next week on that? Yeah, uh, well, maybe. Or we might do Rise of Skywalker next week. Yeah. I think we might do that next week. Next episode. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Which we're trying to get a new – I won't reveal who it is because I don't want to necessarily for it to fall through and it not happen. I'm trying to get someone new to come on as one of our guests. Yeah. For that. And if we can if we can make that happen, it's gonna definitely gonna add a different point of view because yeah. he has a lot of different views when it comes to uh when it comes to uh Star Wars yeah. perspective. And so which I it's think gonna he's, be awesome. He's generally positive too. So it'll be interesting. We got BA here who's, who's generally negative. Debbie Downer on hey, I'm not negative. It's, it's, the, it's the one movie. I'm sure there are people out there that feel the same way as me. Oh no, there is. There's a whole lot of people There's that are boycotting this uh the Rise of Skywalker. Just because I'm one of three in this room that don't, then don't out me. Well, you're not boycotting. Have, you just haven't had Listen, a I have yet. issues with that movie. You're not alone, but I'm not the as critical. The Last Jedi? Yeah. Okay. I mean, there's issues with every movie that we could sit and talk about, but... Except Empire Strikes Back. It's perfect from beginning to end. Ah, uh, well, I mean... <laughs> yes and no. And I would also say Revenge of the Sith is close, but just the acting gets in the way. I was supposed to tell you this last time I was on, but I forgot. Uh, do you like sand? Do I like sand? <laughs> yeah. Sand? I I actually hate sand. Why? <laughs> Say it. Because it gets everywhere. <laughs> there you go. What, is, like what is it? What's the texture of it? <laughs> Gritty. Why? <laughs> no, coarse. Coarse. It's rough and coarse. And it's it gets everywhere. everywhere. <laughs> That's one What's of What's that from? Episode two. Oh, my. <laughs> That's your favorite <laughs> character, dude. When he's literally still good, I think at that point, right? Yeah. He hasn't even like started to get... He low. hates sand. It's rough and coarse, and it just gets everywhere. <laughs> That's a line from Hayden Christensen. Christensen. Oh, okay. I remember it now, like when they're, <laughs> when he takes her back to Naboo. Yep. Yeah, I, I know right. where you're at now, but geez, I, you come out of nowhere in left field, and then you want me to know like I just thought a I'd put drawback you. from a movie that happened like... 12 years ago. I just thought I'd put you on the spot. I thought it was funny. Oh, well, yeah. Tell me to bring it up. <laughs> Made me look like an idiot. If you know what he was talking about when he first said, do you like sand, then I want you to comment. And I think you'd be surprised with how many people know. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, maybe, but I'm not the only one who doesn't. I mean, do you like, I mean, do you like cheeseburgers? Yeah. You know that's from? That's from Good Burger. Yeah, have you ever seen that movie? <laughs> Welcome to Good Burger. <laughs> the Good Burger. All right. Anyway. <laughs> You're well, back on Star Wars talk. <laughs> is there any other speculation from this episode y'all want to get into? I mean, we could save it till uh till next week or the we week could. after. Whenever we do we our could. season one recap. Yeah. BA, you got anything you want to say? This is just Star Wars related. It's not Mandalorian related. All right, go, go for it. it. I'm sure a lot of our listeners are in our fantasy football league. <laughs> and our own Caleb Keller oh won this gosh. year. In his last season yep. as the Marcus Mariotas. Yep. You have the floor. He's this also the commish, too, Just so it's a little... Congrats to myself. Yeah, making the rules for yourself, yeah. Well-deserved. Well-deserved. 
<laughs> pat yourself on the back. Let's yeah. let's close this but thing out. <laughs> it is my last year as Marcus Mariota because he's probably no longer going to be the Titans quarterback. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to have to change the name. Yeah. Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda. Could be. Might tie it into the, the Dan Jarns. The Mudhorns. Hey, that's a good one. Ooh, no, I'm taking it. It's fine. <laughs> what, what was your name? I, we can't say it on the air. <laughs> Well, there there's our clapper. Yeah. There's our clapper there in the background. All right, closing this out. <laughs> he said it's time to go. All right, BA, anything you want to say to anybody listening? Anything you want to say before you head out? If there's still people listening <laughs> to this one, <laughs> congratulations to you. Thank you for sticking it out and, you know, nerding out with us. Absolutely. It's been fun. Yeah. We're going to do it again. That is if you don't reject us. One time, guys. <laughs> one time I refuse to be on the studio podcast. and don't say nothing, yeah. <laughs> All right. Make sure you go on Facebook. You like our Facebook page. Follow us. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram. We are more active on Facebook. Trying to get us more active on those other ones, though. But make sure you do that at Mando Talk on all three of those platforms. Yep. Make sure you reach out to us. Give us questions. Give us comments if you'd like. Talk about this latest chapter with us. Talk about Star Wars with us. We're going to, like Nolan said, we still got things planned. We're going to keep this going. We're going to keep talking about Star Wars probably until season two comes out. We're just going to yep. keep having fun with it. I'm sure there will be news that comes out here and there that we can go an hour with. Yeah, we don't, know the, we don't know the release date of Kenobi. Nope. Uh, so Cassian. That, you still got Cassian and Cass, or yeah. series. Too. So I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot happening in the Star Wars world that we're going to try to cover. Um, but stay with us. Give us those likes and give us those shares and spread the word about us. Uh, what was it? And, and there's something I want to say. I hope I'm not off by saying this, but if you guys have like an idea that you have for an episode or something you yeah. want us to talk about, reach out to us on one of those platforms. No, I'm sure, sure. Keller yeah. and Nolan will be happy to absolutely and something to field those. something else that we'll do mini clips if you if you guys want. Just talk about you know 10, yeah. 15 minute clips uh, yeah. or podcasts about it. So something else too that I don't know if y'all have heard about, but I've heard about it. Apparently in January, Lucasfilm's going to come out with their because this is the end of an era with the Skywalker saga being over. Apparently they're coming out with here in next month. Excuse you, bless you. Thank bless you. you. <laughs> um, next month they're coming out with their game plan of movies that they got coming out in the next few years. Do you so think it's that'll be, be like, something we can talk about for sure? And with uh, Favreau being involved, do you think it's going to be like the Marvel Universe, how they're going to start giving every character a movie? I don't I don't want that to happen. I do not want them to treat Star Wars like Marvel. I mean, I love Marvel, but I don't want it to happen with Star Wars. Marvel's okay. Okay, no. Jeez. Okay, I, I enjoy Marvel. I enjoy, I enjoy Marvel a lot. But I don't want them to treat Star Wars the same. Because I don't think they're the same. Well, regardless, we're still going to have plenty to talk about. That's a podcast episode we can do. <laughs> yeah. Let's do that. Marvel versus Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, sure you'll be, I'm sure you'll be the Marvel, I'll be the Star Wars. I mean, probably, yeah. Well, we'll let's save that for another time. Okay. But uh, like we said, check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff, and give us the likes and thumbs up. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and close it out if y'all are good with it. Yeah, we're good with it. Uh, or should we say, we have spoken. <laughs> we can say that. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Close us out the original way. I have spoken. <laughs>